We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We're the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. And we are live, live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Many of us have seen movies that involve hitmen or deadly assassins. Most of us know that hitmen and assassins are not only dangerous murderers, but they can attack you and hit you without warning anytime, any place, and anywhere. They show no mercy or compassion regarding their goals and objectives and carry out their mission with extreme prejudice and deadly accuracy. But have you ever thought about Satan as a hitman or an assassin in the same way? Well, tonight, Dr. Buckner begins a new series entitled The Ten Characteristics of Satan as it relates to a hitman or an assassin. So stay tuned for this and much, much more, for we are not pretending, we are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that introduction to this new uh, series that we're going to be doing on the characteristics and similarities of Satan as a hitman or an assassin. You know, this is uh, quite a title here because uh, the Lord just gave me this uh, as I was meditating one day, and I was thinking about uh, Satan as a hitman, as an assassin, um, not only in relationship to various movies that uh, we oftentimes see or hear about, and we hear about these things in live situations uh, in the world. Uh, But uh, I thought about Satan as a hitman and as an assassin uh, when it comes to John 10 and 10. And Jesus lays out his uh, hitman uh, activities as well as his assassin uh, attitude and mentality. And He says here in John 10 and 10, now listen carefully uh, to uh, what Jesus says about Satan. Uh, He says, the thief cometh not but for to to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now, he is saying this in laying out uh, this hitman who is Satan, an assassin, Satan, because an assassin and a hitman is all about stealing, killing, and destroying. And this fits the characteristics and similarities of Satan as well, because he's all about coming at you, hitting you at any moment, any time. And I tell you one thing, if you don't have the full armor on when you get hit by this assassin, this hitman, you'll be a doomed casualty. So, That's why it's important for you to know the full armor of God and to put it on daily, because if you don't get equipped, you will get whipped by the enemy, and you could get killed by the enemy. 
especially if you're living in sin, because the Bible tells us in Romans 6 and 23, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, I want uh, to say a few things by introduction about this uh, this hitman, this assassin, uh, who is Satan. Uh, now, when you think about the characteristics of a hitman, I'm going to say this before I get into the uh, 10 points. Uh, a hitman is someone that you don't mess with. And uh, I know you don't want to mess with, nor you want to have anything to do with them, just like a bookie as well. You know, I know people that's uh, bookies have been after them to, uh, you know, uh, kill them and kill their family. And so you don't want to mess with a um, hitman, an assassin. You don't want to be around a hitman or an assassin. Uh, nor do you want uh, this hitman and assassin around your family and loved ones. Uh, but yet, a lot of us become ago when it comes to Satan because he's worse than a hitman. He's worse than an assassin. And Satan has enough power uh, to destroy lives, to destroy churches, to destroy people. And we see this all the time in the news. We see this all the time outside the news, in the news. We hear about this everywhere in the world. Satan is hitting people all over this world. He's hitting them up in the Middle East, hitting them up in churches, hitting them up in families, hitting them up in marriages, hitting them up in single lives, hitting them up with drugs and alcohol and sex and pornography, hitting them up with so many things. And uh, we are doomed casualties if we don't have that full armor on in the midst of this hitman that's coming every day to take us out in one way or another. He is a frightening foe. He's a frightening foe, just like a hitman is a frightening foe. And you better pay attention to what's going on in the unseen world. See, a hitman is in the seen world. But Satan is a hitman in the unseen world. That even makes him more dangerous, see? Because, you know, a hitman in the uh, seen world... You know, you can uh, pretty much uh, uh, see him and see what he's doing when he hits you up. But Satan is a hitman in the unseen world. That makes him extremely, extremely dangerous. Now, let me get into the uh, 10 traits of an assassin, the 10 characteristics of an assassin, a hitman. And number one is that... uh, He's always given orders. He's always given orders. Somebody gives orders to him. That's an upper person. And to go forth to kill, to carry out his assassin orders. And he follows those orders on a masterful level. Now, I think about this in relationship to Satan. Satan also gives orders and commands on a masterful level to his demons to carry out the killing murders like an assassin does. And, you know, you think about um, terrorism in our world today. You know, the enemy as an assassin, as a hitman, he uses vehicles to run down people. You never know when an assassin is going to hit, and Satan is working behind the terrorism of our world today. And 
we see uh, so many killings in schools today. And young people and teachers are afraid to, to teach classes. Teachers are afraid to teach classes. And young people are afraid to go to, go to their classes now. They're boycotting all over the world, and they are scared to, to death to go to their classes because they never know uh, when a hit man is going to hit the school and hit, the, and they are also hitting churches now. You say, well, my church is safe. Yeah. No, your church is not safe unless the grace of God is covering it. And you never know. We hear this all the time. Somebody walking in as a hitman to hit up a church and to kill people left and right in churches. This is Satan at work, just like a hitman. The hitman is given orders from somebody on a higher hierarchical structure. And they carry that out to the max and to the T. And Satan works that way with all of his demons. All of them have different positions. That's why it tells us in Ephesians 6 and 12, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. All of these uh, spiritual hierarchical positions are demons that are working uh, for Satan as he carries out the orders, the principalities. Those are the underneath Satan. Those are the highest demons. They are uh, carry out the orders of Satan. Then Satan delegates from the principalities to the powers, and those are demons underneath the principalities, and they carry out the orders of the principalities. And those demons are so powerful, and that's why they call call them powers. Do you not know, my friend? Listen to me carefully tonight. If you are not controlled by the power of the Holy Spirit, and your life is not empowered by the dunamis and exousia, Satan is going to come in and and he's going to reap power from a demonic standpoint, and he's going to control your life, control your home, control your business, control your family, control even your churches if they're not under the control of the Holy Spirit. Now, I want you to understand this. The principalities or the highest of the demons underneath Satan, then he, then those principalities delegate powers to the powers underneath them, and then the rulers of darkness, and then, and they are got powers on a political level. That's why we see no, so many problems on the political world all around us. There's chaos, and then spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Now those are demons that are in the realm of the spiritual realm. That's why we see so many churches are being destroyed, so much uh, corruption, liberalism, and conservative churches falling apart with adultery and all sorts of sins. Do you not know that these demons are following orders from Satan and just like a hitman, they go forth to hit up people's lives, hit up churches, hit up single people who don't wait for marriage, and they go out there and think they're going to find the right person. They never do. 
unless they do the way, follow the orders of God. See, if you follow the orders of Satan as a single person, you're going to reap what you sowed. If you sow to the flesh, you will reap to the flesh. Now, I want you to understand this. This is the orders of the hitman, Satan, giving orders to these demons. And I want to just introduce the second one, and then we'll deal with that next time. But the second thing that he does as a hitman, uh, a hitman does, an assassin, has no conscience. He has no conscience. He's a cold-blooded murderer that have no guilt, no shame, when he carries out the orders. They have no regret, no remorse, no feelings of mercy. When they're doing a killing, they carry out their murderous deeds, and they carry it out with no conscience. They are cold-blooded murderers with no regret, no remorse, and no mercy. Now, God has mercy. He gives grace, he gives peace, and he gives mercy. That's why you need to be following him, because if you're following Satan, he's a cold-blooded. Now, I want you to understand this in closing on this, this message. Satan, like a hitman, he's cold-blooded. He has no remorse. He has no regret. He has no feelings of mercy. When he takes you out, he says, another one, bite the dust. And his game plan is to attack everybody that's created in the Imago Dei, in the image of God. And you better wake up. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself by a hitman that is out to hit you at any moment, even on the freeway. They hit you and take you out any moment. So turn to the one who has a conscience, God and feelings of grace and mercy, and he will forgive you, and he will give you grace and peace and power that's greater than the power of Satan. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. Well, all right, it is time for us to take that commercial break. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Well, welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. And once again, we want to begin by thanking everyone who's been praying for contending for the faith. And without your diligent prayers, we wouldn't have been on the air for so long. We also want to thank those people who gave uh, to the ministry. Uh, we can't so that we can stay on the air. You know, it, this is a prayer driven ministry. It's also a listener supported ministry. And this week we want to thank C.R. Charles and Bruce. That's just two people that gave. Now, we just want to remind everyone that it costs 400 a week to stay on the air. And uh, we can't do this with just one or two people giving. Uh, many radio programs go off the air during the summer months due to lack of support. And we don't want to have you turn the radio on and discover a different program on Saturday night uh, at this time. So uh, we want you know to remind you that... Um, if you go on vacation, don't go on vacation from your giving. Be consistent in prayer. Be consistent in your giving to contending for the faith and, and other ministries that you may support. It's so vital, especially as we approach the summer months, that uh, we remain consistent in both areas so that we can remain on the air and so that we can continue to do the work that God has called us to do. There's two ways to donate. 
Send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is so much simpler. Just go on to your laptop, your smartphone, uh, tablet. Go online to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And click on the donate button, and it's that simple. And away you go, being a blessing for time and eternity. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary, for those encouraging and challenging words, and we always appreciate that. And what we're going to do right now, let's uh, get to uh, some of our callers. All right. Did we did we get Deborah back? All right. I'm here. She's here. Yay. How are you doing, Deborah? Hey, hi, Gary. Hi, Pastor. <laughs> hi, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I called my doctor, and she didn't call me back, but I, at least she knows I have a problem, and um, just keep praying for that. But my question was, I know that what you said about Satan and Satan giving orders to, to all the, those demons and and you know, but the Holy Spirit does the same for us in 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 God's side, right? He oh, absolutely, give, absolutely. He will give different orders for different, uh, 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 you know, like you said, the demons, the and and God has His own um, hierarchy, right? And so He, the Holy Spirit, will do the same thing. So, how will we rule and reign? How does that happen on our side? Well, I think it's more so than uh, the giving orders, uh, even though that can fit into it some way. The Holy Spirit basically is uh, teaching us, and through the teaching, uh, and he not only teaches us, but he empowers us. And when he does that, we follow those uh, teaching orders and the empowerment of those orders. So it talks about in the... Gospel of John, that the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and bring things to your remembrance and convict of sin, righteousness, and judgment. So the Holy Spirit is the one who is uh, not only teaching us, but as it talks about in John 1 and, and 12 and Acts 1 and 8, he gives us power as well to be empowered to live forth those orders. So <clears throat> God really operates so we will will be co-rulers with jesus christ because we're joint heirs with him absolutely absolutely uh you know and that's going to be perfected even more so in eternity but uh this is the way god operates today is through uh the teaching of the holy spirit the ministry of the holy spirit and helping us with our prayer life as it talks about in romans chapter 8 and then the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. He empowers us for service and witness-bearing so that we can do things that we can't do in and of ourselves. And one of the things, the greatest thing that the Holy Spirit does, uh, not only uh, teaches us about spiritual gifts, and we live out those spiritual gifts in our life, but also uh, the fruit of the Spirit, you know, Galatians 5 and 22. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control. So re- really the thing that causes us to really uh, be obedient to God more so than anything else 
uh, rather than uh, a bunch of do's and don'ts, it's more so love. Because when we really love him, um, we're going to really follow everything that he tells us to do. And that's why he says to one of the churches in, in, in the book of Revelation, you, you, you know, left your first love because we love is the thing that causes us to do what we can't do in and of ourselves through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so um, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And uh, he also says, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. So it's the love that causes us to do those things as the Holy Spirit is shed abroad that love in our hearts. So the Holy Spirit mixed with love together, we will just follow naturally those orders of God because it's not something that we're pushed to do or, you know, but it's something that we'll naturally do because we love him so much and we love to be obedient to what he calls us to do. Yes, that's what I thought. But I see, I deliberately pose my questions the way I do because I'm asking the questions of you. I already know what I personally believe, but I don't want people to know my opinion. I want them to know the biblical standards. So so that's why I ask the way I do. You know, I agree with you in all that you said, you know. Amen. Well, thank you so much for that question. It's a good question, and I know it's going to bless a lot of people out there. And 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 what is your? Uh, you have a prayer request because we got a lineup of callers. We have a prayer request. Yes, that my doctor will get a hold of me, and that she'll come up with a solution to this problem that I have. Okay, we're going to pray for that, and we're going to pray for our brother Rick as well because he's in the hospital right now. He's had some swelling on his feet. And so we want to encourage everybody out there to pray for Brother Rick uh, and ask the Lord to uh, bring a healing uh, to him. And he has said that, uh, you know, uh, on one foot, it's uh, the infection has been there so long that they're thinking about doing an amputation. Uh, so we need to really keep Brother Rick in prayer uh, around the situation uh, that God will give him the the grace and the healing uh, through this. Uh, I believe that uh, God uh, is here to um, give us, um, you know, uh, uh, some interesting things in our lives. Um, and if we follow him, uh, he will uh, continue to give us that hope and uh, and constant healing in our life, and we need that hope, and we need that healing, and we need that help. And so uh, I want to encourage everybody out there to make note of those three H's because they follow together like a hand in a glove, and we need hope in this world of hopelessness, and we need healing. That's the second uh, H, and we need help. You know, we need all of those different H's, and so uh, and I pray that God will give that to us as we follow him and do what he calls us to do. And that's that's preaching right there. That's teaching right there to, to, to give that to people, uh, those uh, three H's that they need so badly in this world. So we're going to uh, pray uh, for you right now, Sister Deborah and Brother Gary. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> so, Lord, we just come before you on behalf of Deborah. We pray, Lord God, that you continue to be with her. We ask that that doctor would be able to come up with the solutions that she needs for her situation. We pray also that you give her your peace, your perfect peace, which surpasses all understanding. Guard her heart and her mind through Christ Jesus, Lord God, and that you meet every need that's represented in her life, Lord God. And, Lord God, we lift up Brother Rick and that swelling in his feet. Let you just bring healing and life and restoration and as well as hope, Lord God, to to his heart as well. Let him not be discouraged, Lord God, or dismayed, but help him to know that you're standing with him even now. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Gary. And All right. And thank you so much, Sister Deborah, for uh, calling in as well. Uh, Brother Gary, let's go to our next caller. All right. Next caller is Dante. Welcome to Contending for the Faith. How you doing, Dante? I'm doing well, Dr. Buckner. How are you? Well, I'm truly blessed and good to hear your voice. Good to hear you, Dr. Buckner. I just want to let the Bay Area and Afar know that I've been knowing Dr. Buckner since I was 13 years old. I'm a 41-year-old male, black male uh, from Vallejo, California. And I just want to let the world know that uh, Dr. Buckner, uh, not giving him any credit in that sense, because God gets all the glory, but I just want to let the Bay Area know that you've been blessed by being able to hear such good teaching. Um, You know, a lot of churches do a lot of good preaching, but the knowledge is not there to where you have the teaching aspect. And I've been blessed to have been taught the Word of God in such a special and unique way, and I appreciate that. And I've had a life of struggle, and I've allowed Satan to do a lot of things to me. And I think I would not be breathing if it wasn't for the grace of God and for the knowledge that has been instilled in me. Um, Because even if you don't live it 100%, which I am guilty of, the knowing aspect keeps me afloat in God's grace. And I thank Dr. Buckner for that, and I thank God for that. And I definitely know Satan is brutal. I understand the, the aspects of warfare based upon what Dr. Buckner has taught me through the Word of God. And we are in trouble if we don't trust God. Our lives will not be comfortable. Our lives will not be safe. Our kids won't be safe uh, if we don't somehow, some way, connect with God in a way in stability um, and, and in confidence and, and, and not be secluded into our own thoughts and isolated, uh, we will definitely be doing casualties. And so adhere to the words that God has put through Dr. Buckner, and um, I just want to thank him personally for what he's done in my life. I haven't reached where I need to reach, but I definitely have the knowledge and the tools, and I appreciate that uh, from him. And I would just like prayer for my family. Um, You know, we're going through some things um, that are very tough, and there's only one remedy is to connect through God to heal these things and to help us through these things. And so we just require prayer and uh, the church to pray for us that, that we connect back to our first love. And I'm speaking for my whole family. Well, thank you, Dante, for um, those encouraging words, but also, uh, you know, the need for prayer for yourself as well as for your family. And uh, we know that God can give you uh, these uh, three H's that I have uh, shared tonight, which is the first one is hope, 
uh, in the midst of uh, all of the hopeless experiences that you've gone through. It can give you healing uh, internally, externally, and he can give you help. You know, uh, one of the shortest prayers in the Bible uh, was when Peter was sinking and he said, Lord, help me. And when we cry out to God and say, help me, it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out prayer, but just in that little word, help, it's very powerful. So uh, we just pray that God will deliver you, uh, keep you, and save save you from anything that is um, keeping you from walking that walk and, uh, you know, talking the talk, but God wants you to walk the walk and be obedient uh, one of the things that we all need to remember, and this is something important for me to say to you as well, and the listening audience out there before we pray for you, that um, the thing that really lets us know that we have really been saved is that we're really following God. It, it, it cannot be lip service. It has to be a life-transforming service. And God uh, wants us to truly follow him. That's the sign of a true follower and a disciple because a lot of people make, uh, you know, do lip service. And Jesus rebuked all that in in, uh, Matthew 7. He says, many in that day will say, Lord, Lord, did we not do this in your name, perform miracles and cast out demons? And he he says, I will profess to them I never knew you. Why? Because they truly didn't follow him. So our prayer for you is that it's never too late uh, to turn your life around for you and others out there. You really got to follow Christ despite it all. You got to be obedient. And that's what uh, Saul, I mean, Samuel said to Saul. Obedience is better than sacrifice. God wants us to be obedient, to love him, to be obedient in that obedience. And so it's good to hear from you, but we want to see you really following the Lord. And we're going to ask Gary to pray for you right now and uh, lift you up in the Lord. And and uh, I'm sure you might know Dante. And, uh, yeah, maybe you may have a few words that you want to say to him, too, before we get into our time of prayer. We only have a couple of minutes. I think the most important thing, Dante, is your relationship with the Lord, that you, you know, like any other relationship, if you don't take the time to build upon that relationship, that relationship dies, it withers. And it's the same thing with your relationship with the Lord. Every day you need to, you need to have a divine appointment. Every, every day when you get up, you need to spend 10, 15 minutes in prayer and in God's Word. And that's, that's non-negotiable. If you call yourself a Christian, that's what you do because we have to stay connected to Jesus. We've got to stay connected to God because we need that face time with the Lord. We need that time with God every day to renew our minds, to give us wisdom, to give us hope, to give us healing, to give us deliverance, to give us strength, to give us direction because there's healing in the name of Jesus. There's hope in the name of Jesus. There, there's strength. There's all of these benefits to being connected to God. And that's that five, 10 minutes in the morning. If you do that for the next 30 days, I guarantee it'll change and revolutionize your life or your money back. Mm -hmm. So I want to encourage you, if you're not doing that already, that's, that's job one, because we can't get anywhere trying to work things out in our own flesh. It just does not work. We need to stay connected to Jesus. We need to spend time with God every day so that we can hear his voice God delights when his children want to spend time with him, just like we have our children. And when 
when we get excited when they they see us and they say, "Dad, come come spend time. I want to spend time with you." It's the same thing. the The Lord feels that same delight when His children desire to spend that time, and He wants. That's why He created you, that you would have fellowship with Him. So take that time, uh, make that time, and uh, you know, get with God on a daily basis. Amen. That's the thing that brings that transforming life. Yeah. Uh, from Romans chapter. 12, 1 and 2, you know, giving that body to the Lord and then the mind. Let's lift him, Brother Dante up in prayer. Brother Lord, Lord, we just thank you for Brother Dante's call, for his uh, obedience to the Holy Spirit in making that call, Lord God. And we just thank you that, you know, all these years he has known Dr. Buckner and he's set it at Dr. Buckner's feet in terms of being discipled and He's got so much knowledge and information. Now we just pray, Lord God, that you would just activate that knowledge, that he would walk in it, Lord God. We pray that he would take that time on a daily basis and spend that time with you. And we pray, Lord God, that he and his family would return to their first love, which is you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. Give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dante, for your call and your encouraging words. And God bless you and your family. And we hope to see you guys soon. Amen, Dr. All right. We love you, brother. Stay strong. All right. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Well, welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. And once again, we just want to thank all of you for praying for this ministry. We can't thank you enough. We know the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. And we know that those prayers have kept us on the air all this time. It's just so critical. Please continue to pray for us. Be consistent in prayer and also be consistent in your giving. As God has blessed you to be able to pay your tithes and also blessed you to be able to give above your tithe, you know, consider partnering with us here at Contending for the Faith. It's so vitally important that uh, this is a listener-supported ministry, and without your support, there won't be much to listen to, let me tell you. Um, it takes 400 a week to keep this program on the air and we need more than just two people giving at a time. We need all of you to step up to the plate and hit us a home run for contending for the faith. There's two ways that you can give. One is uh, send a check or money order to contending for the faith. Post office box 553 Tiburon, California 94920 That's contending for the faith. Post office box 553 Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is so much easier. Simply go online. Get on your tablet, your smartphone, or your laptop. Go to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and hit the donate button, and away you go. You'll be a blessing for time and eternity. We just want to encourage you, as the summer months begin to roll around and people go on vacation, don't take a vacation from your giving. Uh, remember that uh, your commitments and your promises and uh, be consistent in prayer and be consistent in giving to contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. Appreciate those announcements again. And uh, we're going to get right to our callers. All right. Let's go to uh, Brother Cece. Um, are you there, Brother? Brother, Brother Cece, how are you doing this evening? Uh, how are you guys doing? Oh, we're right. blessed. How are you doing? Been pretty rough, but I'm you know I'm, I'm I'm pushing through. Oh, good, good. How did you get blessed by the word tonight? 
Well, again, I didn't mean I didn't. I, I, I read John ten ten before, but I didn't. I didn't see all all what you laid out. You laid out a, a lot of meat. And I like the part how you said he's an assassin. I was like, wow. And then how you use the attributes of a real assassin and a, uh, I mean, a, I mean, a, 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 I mean, a physical person. And then you you tied it into the spiritual part. And then what I liked what you said too. You said about that a physical assassin you can actually see him. But what makes Satan more dangerous, he's in the unseen realm. And then how you begin to break down the principalities and the powers and the different things that's been happening in our world is uh, t- connected to what's you know going on in terms of the murders and the school shootings and all that. And it's, I mean, I just I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate the encouraging words, and we trust that others out there got blessed too. It always blesses us when we hear encouraging words and and also get letters from people. Uh, you know, Gary and I and our staff here, we always get blessed by those letters when people send letters and uh, an offering as well and just say, you know what, Contending for the Faith has really been a blessing in uh, our lives, and and they state uh, what uh, the blessings are. So we appreciate always your encouraging words. And uh, and, and what's on your heart tonight? What's the question? I want to ask you, and I also want to say you're a really good Bible teacher too, and I um, and I mean that from the heart. But I think what makes it so good that now that you're a good Bible teacher, I know you're being led by the Spirit, but you have love, and see that's that's a, that's the most important thing. You're being motivated by love because you actually care. Where versus a lot of people who you know teach the Bible, they they don't care, and that's what that's what's important. You you care about people, you care about their souls, you care about their eternal state. And that's what, and and you have a you have a love for God, a lot of history behind, it, and I just really appreciate that. Well, thank you for those encouraging words as well. And uh, by the grace of God, you know I am that I am, like the Apostle Paul says, is His grace, and I thank Him for that. And we uh, we just want to encourage people out there to know as well that uh, we do do uh, community uh, lectures, uh, not only in the community, but there are some people who uh, allow uh, Bible teachers to come in their homes, and they bring a gathering of people uh, into their homes for Bible studies. And we, uh, you know, minister in many different ways, and that's one way in the community. And then we love uh, settings where we can bring Bible studies in homes as well as um, outside of the home. So. Uh, it's a matter of people being hungry for these things, and we are here to uh, come right where you're at and teach. And that goes for pastors and churches as well. That all, all we need to know is uh, when do you want us to do that, and we'll come in and uh, you know let the Lord use us like He's doing on the airway as well, because we have a lot to offer. And so your your question is coming from where? Uh, my question is coming from Second Timothy chapter three, in um, verse four. Okay, you want to read that? You have your Bible? Yeah, yeah, no problem. It says in Second um, Timothy three, uh, verse four. It says, "Traitors, uh, heady-minded lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God." And um, I want I want you to yeah no I know I know the whole verse is connected, but. It really jumped out to me when it says lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. I was wondering, could you explain that? Yes. Um, 
Well, this is just loaded. Let me just say this to, to start things off with it, though. <clears throat> the Apostle Paul is giving a brutal, wretched uh, list, probably about close to 17 uh, characteristics of our brutal, uh, loss, unbelieving, unrighteous um, world by which we live in. Uh, it is a brutal list that the Apostle Paul is giving us, and I think every Christian should look at this list and study it and know that this is the world by which we are living in today, this brutal list that he gives here. And my challenge to you tonight, and before I answer this question, is that uh, are you in this list? <laughs> That's the thing that concerns me the most. Uh, are you in this list? I gave a teaching one time, and I want everybody to listen to this carefully. I gave a teaching one time uh, on 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 9. And my title was, uh, What uh, Will We Do? What Can We Do? to keep ourselves out of the kingdom of God. Now, that's an interesting uh, question. What can we do to keep ourselves out of the kingdom of God? And you can follow this list that's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 9. Let me read that, and then I'll get to this other list. And this is another brutal list right here. 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? And then he goes into who they are. He gives this list of people, fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, effeminate, abusers of themselves with mankind, thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, and extortioners. He says, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And the question is, what can you do? What can you do? to not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, that's a reverse title message. What can you do to not inherit the kingdom of God? The answer to that is follow this list. All you have to do is follow this list, and you will not make it to the kingdom of God. Not because Dr. Buckner saying it or Gary Bell, but because God says it through the Apostle Paul. This, this is a brutal list right here. This is a wretched list. This is a wicked list. And then when we get to uh, this, this uh, chapter here that's in 2 Timothy, chapter 3, this whole chapter here uh, is another brutal list. And my big question is, are you in this list? And if you are, you better repent tonight. You better really repent and you better... Uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. You better get right with God. You better repent. The word repent comes from the Greek word montanoye, and it means an about face. It means to turn from something to something. It's a military word. Now, you can follow this list here, too, that the Apostle Paul lays out. And I'm going to let you know something. You think that this is just referring to uh, laypersons. That's the way we think. When Paul is writing this to young Timothy, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus 
are pastoral books. No matter how many times people say, well, you know what? It doesn't apply to us today. Yes, it does apply to us today. Everything that the Apostle Paul is saying to Timothy, he's writing to him as a young pastor. And he's letting him know that this is something that uh, leaders are doing. This characterizes leaders, too. This is not just something to laypersons. This is leaders doing this, too. It sickened me the other day. And I'll kind of get to this question in a minute. But it sickened me the other day to know that Grace Cathedral in San Francisco had over 900 people go there. And the way that they drew the people in, it said, we're going to be playing the music of Beyonce. Now, Beyonce is a, a, she sees herself as a goddess, She's into all sorts of weird things as far as her beliefs in the Illuminati. Illuminati. And people are following her as a type of goddess. And so they had this person from a theological seminary, a black female, promoting her and hooking up with the church. And they said they have 500 members, but when they started singing the songs of Beyonce and this church, they had over 900 people come. Because they said, we're looking at Beyonce as a role model to draw people to the church. And this is what the Apostle Paul says in Second Timothy as well, for the time will come when they will not endure a sound uh, doctrine, but after their own self shall they leap heap to themselves teachers who will tickle their ears. And this is what's happening. Jesus is our role model. We need to look at the role model of the early church, how they drew people in through the power of the Holy Spirit and not try to use some type of gimmicks to draw people in. Now, I want to say this, too. This here, when it says they will become lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, this is what it's saying. It's saying 1 Corinthians uh, six and nine, and this whole list here is depicting the lovers of pleasure because they're loving all these other things more so than loving God. And and so the first thing that he says on this list here in the perilous times will come is verse two: for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Well, this is lovers that fits into this same thing. We'll deal with this a little bit more next. Uh, uh, Saturday. Uh, sorry, our time is out now, but CC, we'll deal with this some more. And thank you for that question. We'll finish it. Brother Gary. All right. Well, we've come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast, and we'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us. So drop us a note. Let us know how the program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip Exhort and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you.